the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Rightfully Ours. In God's holy word, that word that God wrote to tell us what's true, it tells us about the things that rightfully belong to me and you. Within God's word is our invitation to receive and achieve the manifestation of the many magnificent things that God has prepared for me and you. The word prepared for us means made ready for us. Although they've been made ready for us, too many things aren't made ready to receive the things that God prepared for us. One reason why is because they don't know or understand that, according to God's word, those things are rightfully ours. That's why I'm excited to share with you what God's word has to say about the things that God has prepared for us so that it'll help us to learn that it's true that the things that God says he's prepared for us are things that rightfully belong to me and you. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Ezekiel chapter 24, verse 14. If I, the Lord, have spoken it, it shall come to pass. Now, the word spoken right there is a deep word. It, it actually means arranged. I, the Lord, have arranged it. Well, why did he translate spoken? Because God speaks of what he arranges. He speaks of what he arranges. And once he says it, he's going to do it. Why? Because it's already arranged. Your blessings are already arranged. Your prosperity already arranged. Healing, arranged. Peace of mind, arranged. Whatever you need at that time, arranged. It's already arranged. See, the Lord does, that's why the Lord does not go back on what he says. Because it's already arranged when he speaks it. It's already arranged. That's why he said, I don't go back on what I said. That word, go back means to loosen. God said, I don't loosen what I say. I don't loosen what I say. Well, what do you mean by that? Let me do it this way. I was telling uh, one of them classes I teach, praise God, hallelujah, that, that, that America nowadays is used to loosening things. We, we, we loosen things. Why? To make people more comfortable. Amen. I was telling them, I remember, I, I'm going to date myself, I remember when the, when, the, when, the, when, the, when the seat that you got, that you drive in, was perpendicular. The back was straight. I remember when the, some of y'all laughing. You said, did it was ever like that? Yeah, the seat was straight. 
And there was no adjustment knobs on where you can like lean back. So when you sat down, that was it. So if you was carrying an extra person with you in your lap, you were just uncomfortable. And or was incentivized to get rid of some of that. Nowadays, they make it so that you can carry three, four folk up there if you want to. You could be having twins and triplets. Because all you got to do now is hit that thing and lean it back a little bit. Now you'd have made more room for yourself. And then if you get bigger, just lean it back. After a while, you're like, is anybody driving that car? Praise God, because they like, they like laying all the way back. <laughs> you see hands on the steering wheel, but you don't see nobody. You're like, Lord Jesus, what's going on over there? I think that's part of one of the reasons why they're trying to set up these cars now. They drive themselves. So it can accommodate. Amen. Anyway, they, they loosen. They relax things to make it more comfortable. With that in mind, God said, I don't loosen what I say. Let me read it out of the Bible of basic English. Bible in basic English, we're going to just do the A part of this verse. It says, I, the Lord, have said the word, and I will do it. I will not go back or have mercy, and my purpose will not be changed. Notice that last part. And my purpose will not be changed. Did that not not sound like the the Living Bible's version of John chapter 10, verse 10? Jesus said, my purpose is for you to be on overflow. My purpose is for that. See, once God states something, it is his purpose to do it. God has purpose to bless you. Purpose to come through for you. Purpose to set you out. Purpose to do these things. God purposes to bless me and you. And he's going to do what he purposed to do. God said, my purpose will not be changed. It won't be changed by you. It won't be changed by nobody else. I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. The only reason why you don't get it is because of you. I'll see, I'll see. The only reason why you don't get it is because of you. And even then he keeps working with you. Because he that began a good work in you is going to be faithful to perform until the day of Jesus Christ. Until I spark the sky to come and get everybody up in here. Praise God. God said, I'm going to keep working on you to get it. You might be a millionaire one day before the rapture. 30 minutes before the rapture. You're like, man, we loaded. What am I going to do with all this money all of a sudden? Come up hither. <laughs> but you're going to go up grinning and be like, oh. <laughs> I partied for 30 minutes. Some of us know what that's like. Some of us had to go to work, praise God. We was going to at least show up to the party for 30 minutes. Hey, man, am I going back too far? Anyway, go to Numbers after 23. That's when you grabbed anybody that looked feminine. Come here, baby. I'm going to dance. I got to get up out of here. So I keep my job, praise God. Hallelujah. You just get, make excuses later. It was too dark. I couldn't see. Praise God. Amen. Numbers. <laughs> Amen. Once again, if I'm messing up your therapy, just let me know. Amen. Numbers. <laughs> Numbers chapter 23. I promise I'll get you in early. Praise God. Numbers chapter 23. See, we can rest assured that God's always going to do what it is he says he's going to do. 
We can rest assured that he's going to do what he promised me and you. Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. Here's another reason why. It says, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said? And shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken? And shall he not make it good? I like the question marks behind it. Er? And one of those questions is, hurt. It didn't hurt. <laughs> you got to read it that way. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Have he not said it? And shall he not do it? Huh? Or have he spoken? And shall he not make it good? Huh? Huh? So that's what you got to ask yourself. Huh? God showed it to me. He invited me. Dang, he going to have all this at the party? I don't know. I, can, I don't know. If I, wait a minute. Wait, wait. Did he not say it? If he said everybody show up to the party, is getting a new Benz. You might be thinking like, wait a minute, how many people is there? Oh, no, I'm going to get there early. Y'all going to be there like it, like, like it was, like, what is that? What is that, Black Friday? Well, if people say, you want some more turkey? No, I got to get in line. I got to be there for Black Friday, praise God. Make my plate to go. I got to go. I got to go. I got, just in case. They only got three TVs. I'm getting me one of them TVs, praise God. If God say everybody going to get one, everybody going to get one. I heard some fool say that one time on radio. Praise God, praise God. I was like waiting on his phone number so I could call him up and stuff like that. I want to say, fool, did you hear what you just said? <laughs> he said, plus that, how do you expect God to make everybody rich? Everybody? I'm like, fool, he owned everything. Like God be like, oh, oh, I'm tapped out. I gave, I gave, I gave, I gave all I could. I didn't know it was this many people. I'm like, what kind, what kind of God you got? See, my God is unlimited. My God is all powerful. My God's all that. What? Why can't he do it? If he said it ain't, he gonna do it? Huh? Why? Because God doesn't lie. God's not a man that he should lie. That word lie means to lie. I looked it up. That word lie means to lie. So that's important because once again, words have different meanings. This one, he said exactly what he meant. I don't lie. That is to deceive. God said, I don't deceive. The devil deceives. God don't deceive. God never lies. God never deceives. Whatever God says that he's going to do for me and you, don't see it as a deception. God ain't pulling your leg. He ain't ganking you. He ain't running flim flam on you. His name is God. Jehovah Gamola. He's not Bernie Madoff. He ain't trying to run no Ponzi scheme on y'all. If he said he gonna set you out, he gonna set you out. If he said he gonna hook you up, he gonna hook you up. If he said he gonna give it to you, he gonna give it to you. He don't lie, nor does he repent. He said, God is not man, a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. He don't repent. That word, I like that word repent. That word repent right there means to sigh. That is to bring, breathe strongly. To sigh. That is to breathe strongly. Well, how that fit in, Pastor? I got to hear this one. I'm glad you asked. Have you ever wanted to do something for somebody 
really wanted to do something for somebody, but couldn't do it. You sighed. I wanted to come through for you, but I just couldn't. God ain't going to have no asthma attacks. I know I promised you to feed you daily, but fasting's good. <laughs> You're not going to hear those two things like, together like that. Are you, as though he couldn't pull it off. As though he couldn't do it. God ain't going to be sighing and breathing all. <sighs> couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. That's what it means when it says that. By implication, it means, I like this, to be sorry. Our God and be sorry can't be in the same sentence. Are you listening to me? That's one of the reasons why Paul's button, you children of God, and the word be sorry ain't supposed to be in the same sentence either. Pause button off. Our God and to be sorry ain't going to be in the same sentence. God will never come to you and say, sorry, couldn't do it. I know I promised it. I know you was all pumped up. I know you was, I ain't going to leave somebody at your church to stand out there and get the brunt of your upsetness that they just stand there and wait on y'all. And then when you get there, you say, well, okay, well, where's the body? Well, pastor wants you to know that he's sorry. You ain't hearing that. Mm-mm. First of all, I ain't sorry. <laughs> I'm a child of God. I ain't sorry. Amen. I ain't never sorry. Pastor, are you ever sorry? No, your mama's sorry. I ain't sorry. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Now, if you get a problem with me saying that, then why would you say that to me? Does that make sense? No, I ain't sorry. I ain't sorry about nothing, praise God. Hallelujah. I might apologize for something, but I ain't sorry about nothing. I'm a child of the living God, and God ain't never sorry. So if he's not ever sorry, what I'm doing sorry? That's because I only say what I mean and I mean what I say. I'm going to do what I say. If I said I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. My yay is yay and my nay is nay. I'm going to be fluffing and bluffing nobody on a given day, even to my own hurt if that's what it takes. If I said it, I'm going to do it. Does that make sense to anybody up in here? Hallelujah. Like when I be telling people that if, you're, if, 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 if no child left behind, you know, to, to go to camp. Some folk don't even bother to try to put money aside. And they just load the kids up because pastor said they're going to do it. Praise God. Hallelujah. They don't even try to pay their own stuff. I've been looking at new clothes every week until it comes time to send their kids. But I don't be like, it's too many of them this time. I'm going to pay for every one of them. Even if you're too trifling to pay for your own. I ain't say you can't. I said you won't. Can't is another world. That's what I offer it for. Won't is a different deal. But even if you won't, I'll still do it. Why? Because I don't want your kid to be affected by your preciousness. Because God said that I'm going to do it anyway. Even though we crazy, God going to come through. Even though we lazy, we're going to come through. God know the end from the beginning. He knows as soon as he put it in your hand, you're going to book it. It ain't going to be around no more. And he'll still put it in your hand. Because God don't back up off of what he said. And so since that's the case, how much more so those of us who walking up rightly is God going to come through for? When it's his very nature to come through and do what he said do. It ain't even in him to not do what he said he's going to do. I said, it ain't even in him. That's why you can rest assured that God ain't going to back off of what he said. Isaiah chapter 46, we're almost through. Just got to give you another one or two. Isaiah chapter 46. 46. Isaiah chapter 46. God's going to do what he said he's going to do. Regardless of whether anybody do what they do or don't do it. God said, I don't let you affect me. This is my purpose, blessing thee. That's my purpose, and I'm going to fulfill my purpose. Like, I got a purpose. God told me, eliminate all excuses. That's my purpose. I'm an excuse eliminator. Isaiah chapter 46, verse 9. It says, remember the former things of old. 
I am God. And there's none else. I am God. And there is none like me. What make you so different? Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times the things that are not yet done, saying my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. I will do all my pleasure. Calling a ravenous bird from the east and a man that executed my counsel from a far country. Yea, I have spoken it. I will also bring it to pass. I have purposed it. There it is again. God said, this is my purpose. I have purposed it. I will also do it. Why? Because I declared the end from the beginning. That word declared means to front it. I fronted it at the beginning. I stand boldly out opposite to it and said, this is what you can have. This is what I can do for you. And I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. Why? Because here it is right here. I'm already showing it to you. Now the question is, is can I get it to you? That's where you come in. Figuratively means to announce. God said, I'm announcing this to you. Now see, I, I like those old medieval and, 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 and royalty type movies. I love those royalty type movies. Praise God. Whereas when a person would come to the party, you know, the music would be playing in the background. The waltz would be playing in the background. Praise God. And chamber music playing in the background. And then when a person would come to the party, they didn't just bust in and like, hey, y'all, what's up? I'm here. What's up? That's ghetto. This was royalty. This is how they walked in. They had a person standing there, praise God, suited up, dressed up nice and stuff. And then the person would come in and then they would stop right there. And the person would receive their invitation. That's one of the reasons why they know whether you can get into the party. Because if you didn't have an invitation, they wouldn't announce you. They would tell you, get out of here. Praise God. You know, get the guards over at you. You know, praise God. Anyway, they would read it and they would say, announcing Mr. and Mrs. Blessed. And then once that announcement came, all eyes would then turn to be able to see who was coming through the door. And they already heard who coming through the door. Now they get a chance to see who coming through the door. That's what God is doing when he announces you. Prosperity is available for you so that you can turn your head and see what's coming your way. Healing. Peace. Joy. Whatever. It's coming to you. He announces it. They can't announce until the person's there. They don't announce. They don't, they don't announce it, and then everybody turn, and ain't nobody there. Because that's not an announcement. That's a lie. God says, I'm only announcing what's already there. Because I have it already prepared for you. Is anybody thing? Anybody hearing me up in here? See, it's important for us to know who we're dealing with. We're dealing with a God that's going to do what he said he's going to do. We're dealing with a God who has purposed to come through for me and you. So this is his purpose. And then, and then, once again, we look back at former things of old. For us, we can look back at John chapter 17, which Jesus said, this is what you sent me in this world to do? Father, I've completed the work that you've given me to do. Why? Because I've done what I'm purposed to do. I fulfilled what it is that I sent to do. Well, how about this? He has a new part. That was part of his purpose. That was his purpose before the cross. Now, after the cross, he has another purpose. Hooking you up. Setting you out. Why is that? Because he still works for the Father. And the Father said, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health even as our soul prosper. So he's still a healer. He's still a provider. He's still a person that comes through. 
He's still a way maker when there's no way for me and you. And he's making sure that that happens for me and you by having it announced to me and you, having it proclaimed to me and you, even have it explained to me and you to be able to make sure that we get a manifestation of everything that it is he said to me and you. So that the faith necessary to receive it can then be received by you through the words that's being heard by you so that you can then be able to accept what he's about to do for you so that you can help him to fulfill his purpose in the middle of your life. It ain't finished with your receiving salvation. It's not finished till you receive every single thing that he planned for you. That's when it's finished. And I want him to be able to say, Pops, I'm through. Or maybe y'all don't talk that way. Father, I've completed all you've given me to do. That little brown round brother received everything that you said. Put his finger around the rim and licked it too. Say he got everything. Every single thing that it is that I had planned for him, I gave it to him. That's what I'm praying for you too. I want a church full of people who have allowed the Lord to fulfill his purpose in your life. In every area, in every facet of your life. I want it in terms of you fulfilling what he put you on this earth to do. And I want it fulfilled in all the things that he's got planned for you. Including the receiving of the things that he has in store for you. I want to come bless your house when it's your dream house. I want you to drive me to it in that sweet ride that he got waiting on you. Not because I don't need to ride, because I want to ride in, the, in that miracle ride that God gives you. I want that for you. I want to come over your house and see women, ladies of God, single ladies of God say, hey. I want to come over your house and see that Man, that God's got planned for you. Not that one you scraped up and just locked in and grabbed hold to. Or that little leech that, that, that attached itself to you. That ain't the one I'm talking about. That, I said leech. I said that little leech that attached itself to you. Don't worry, I got some fire to get that leech up off of you. Praise God. That's why I say bring them the singles. Amen. Before you engage. My point is, I want you to see you with everything that God has in store for you. Why? Because I'm a man after God's own heart. Amen. And I, I guarantee you this. Just like him, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to make sure you have everything that you need. Every revelation, every understanding, every scripture that I can muster up. I'm going to give it to you. Every kind of explanation I can give you. So that you can eventually say, it's true. It's rightfully mine. And I'm going to receive it. We'll stop right there for today. Anybody get anything from the word today? Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed with what the word of God had to say. I hope even more that you've seen that it's true. There really are promises in God's words that rightfully belong to me and you. They're rightfully ours. God just wants us to believe it to be true and properly respond to the word so that we can have and enjoy all that it is that he said can happen for us. So let's learn what God's word says and believe it's true so that all the promises that God said in his word can actually happen in the lives of me and you. Let's believe that all of God's promises are rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center. 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. 
but it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio and surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And to all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage, I got just the thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half the pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the widest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because childcare is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it could be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. Your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing all of you married people this Friday at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. You'll be blessed. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.